All right, welcome into a special edition of Gibbs Knows Best. It's a podcast by the average Joe for the average Joe talking all things Detroit sports, Michigan and Michigan State sports included. But with the uh, the big news that happened this weekend, I think there's one thing I need to focus on solely, and that's Matthew Stafford and the Detroit Lions. Lions trade Stafford to the Los Angeles Rams for Jared Goff, two first-round picks, and a third-round pick this year. So quite the return for the Lions. With me today, Tony Dombrowski. And you can find him, as always, on Twitter at Tony Dombrowski. He does recap videos, everything you want to know about Detroit sports, you need to follow Tony on Twitter. And Tony, I guess to kind of start our conversation today, what was your initial reaction to the news breaking? Well, first of all, Travis, thanks for having me back on, as per the usual. So my first reaction when I saw the trade it was kind of shock. We knew a trade was going to come sooner rather than later, at least before the Super Bowl next weekend. But for it to happen on Saturday night, close to 10 o'clock at night, it, it, def- it definitely shocked me to say the least. I was not expecting it when it happened. Um, yeah, I, I would say shock was the first thing that really came to my mind. But after, you know, looking more into the trade, seeing what exactly we got back, the shock turned into relief. Um, And the reason I say that is because not only did we get the deal done as soon as possible, which the reports indicated that that was the plan for the Lions. They wanted to get this done as soon as possible. But also, I really liked this trade for both sides. I mean, obviously, Travis, you know me as a big-time Stafford defender and a Stafford fan. So the fact that he's going to the Rams and he's going to work with Sean McVay can be in that offense with that run game, that offensive line, and he's going to be passing to guys like Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, that excites me. And the fact that he's going to have that defense with him too, headlined by Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald, that really excites me. You know, I want to see Stafford go somewhere where he's going to have a chance to win and he will do that in LA. So that makes me happy for the Stafford part of the trade. For the Lions, this is so, so good for the rebuild, if you ask me. You're getting two future first round picks, which I understand that it's not going to be a first round pick in 2021, but that's okay because apparently Dan Campbell, I don't know if you saw this, Travis, but apparently he talked to Dave Burkett at the Free Press this weekend and he mentioned how. This is a long-term rebuild, which I'm kind of stunned how just how Dan Campbell just kind of threw that out there after Brad Holmes said, no, we're retooling, not rebuilding. But that's that's neither here or there. We all know that this team was going to rebuild anyway. But so for Dan Campbell to say that this is a long-term rebuild, to get two future first-round picks in 2022 and 2023 – that's really going to help out this long-term rebuild that the Lions are about to enter in. They're also getting a third this year, which definitely helps because now we have six total picks in this upcoming draft. That's a lot better than five. And you're getting Jared Goff back as well, which Jared Goff, he's not hes not very good. <laughs> thats I think that's a pretty nice way to say it. He's not good, but he'll be a decent bridge quarterback. You know, I don't think Jared Goff is the future of this team, no matter what. Dan Campbell apparently tells Goff, according to Jeff Darlington of ESPN, um, I don't believe that quote that Jared Goff is in the team's future plans. My honest belief, and I have no speculation behind this, but my honest belief is that Jared Goff is just going to be a bridge guy for whoever the Lions most likely probably draft in this upcoming uh, NFL draft in April. So the fact that you're getting Goff as a 
uh, kind of an expensive bridge quarterback, but that contract, if you look into it, it's not as bad as it seems. I mean, it's not good, but you can move off of him with no dead cap after 2022, I believe. So Yeah, his I think his contract is fully guaranteed through 2022, and then they can cut bait with him if they mm-hmm. decide they want to do that. My, my thing with Goff is I like it because we were looking at this year and going, wow, now that Stafford's not in the equation anymore, the Lions have to draft a quarterback at number seven overall. It was just another area that they had to address this April. But now you have Goff in there, and personally... I like Goff. I know he gets a lot of criticism. Rightfully so. I mean, he played really well 2017 played really really well in 2018 and then he fell off a cliff these last two years but with Goff it gives me a little bit more excitement going into this season because it's better than Tyrod Taylor it's better than Chase Daniel playing quarterback for us I mean it it gives you a a sense of like okay this guy's here and he's got to prove himself because you know the national perception on Goff is he's a middle of the road quarterback that played on a really good team in LA and didn't accomplish what they what the ultimate goal is is an NFL franchise winning a Super Bowl. I guess we'll see what we can do with Goff. I want to go back to Stafford for a second. I think this is great for this organization, what what they did this weekend, because you look at the big names that have come to Detroit, Calvin Johnson, Barry Sanders, I think they did a good deed here. They they found a suitable home for him to go to in this trade. They, they found a good home for him. Mm-hmm. And that was, I, I think that's that's part, this is like part of like how they can start changing their image as a franchise, how they treat their star players, because they didn't just dump them in Jacksonville or they you, they didn't dump them in a spot where it's like, okay, good luck, buddy. See ya. They sent him to LA. And personally, this brings me to my next question. Do you think Stafford joining the Rams makes them a Super Bowl contender next season? Well, first of all, I'll mention your point about how they did Stafford good in this trade. Then I'll get into the actual question. Um, you know, I, I do agree with you, Travis, that this is going to try to, it's going to kind of help out their image, you know, the overall Lions image. Because you mentioned the way things ended with Barry and Calvin, Calvin especially, it's not a great look for the Lions as an organization. But to send Stafford to LA, where the, the reports indicated that's where he wanted to go, he wanted to be a Ram, he wanted to be Sean McVay, he's got a house in LA, so that. It, it just works out perfectly. You know, again, they didn't send him to, you know, cold, snowy Denver or something like that. They sent him to where he wanted to go. So I do agree with you. That is definitely going to help out the image of the Lions a little bit because they sent out their best quarterback they've ever had in franchise history. They sent him out in a very good way. So I agree with you there. But as for your question about if this makes the Rams a Super Bowl contender, um, yeah, I, I, I absolutely think it does. It definitely makes them a threat in the NFC, if you ask me. Now, being in that division, though, Travis, it's going to be really tough. We know the NFC West is not the easiest division in the world. I mean, going into next season, all four teams are probably going to be playoff contenders. I mean, you've got the Rams, who I already mentioned earlier how much I love the Stafford fit on that team because now Stafford's going to be able to throw to Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and Tyler Higby while he can hand off the ball to Cam Akers in the backfield. If Andrew Whitworth doesn't retire, he's going to have one of the better left tackles in football protecting him as well. So he's got a really good offense, and then he's got a the best defensive football headlined by Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Um, so again, I love the fit with the Rams, but then you look at the other teams in that division. San Francisco is going to be healthy. Now, they did lose Robert Salah, 
and we don't know about Jimmy G. That is true. But they're still getting healthy, and they still have Kyle Shanahan. The Cardinals are only going to get better. The Seahawks are not going anywhere with Russell Wilson. So it'll be a tough division for sure. But to answer your question, Travis, I still absolutely believe that adding Stafford to the Rams makes them not only a contender in that division, but the conference and for a Super Bowl title as well. God, imagine playing in a division where you got to see Russell Wilson twice a year, Matthew Stafford twice a year, Kyler Murray, and that explosive offense. Twi- that That's just, that's that's awful. I would hate being the new San Francisco 49ers defensive coordinator. I'll say that much. Okay, so we've, we've talked about Stafford in the trade. We've talked about the Lions and their future a little bit. Let's take a look at the draft here in April now. Mm-hmm. Lions have the number seven overall pick, and they added a third round pick in this trade as well. Do you think the Lions still draft? a quarterback this year if i was brad holmes i absolutely would i don't think adding jared goff really means you're set at at the future for quarterback i mean yes jared goff is 26 and he did show us how good he could be or he can be in the past but i just me personally i still don't look at jared goff as the future quarterback of this team if i was brad holmes i would still go into this draft looking for that young quarterback of the future whether that would be trey lance zach wilson maybe justin fields falls whatever the case may be it will i'm sure we'll talk more draft as we get closer to april but whoever that quarterback prospect might be i would still take a quarterback at seven if they keep the seventh pick there's rumors flowing around that the lions could try to attach seven and one of those extra first to move up but that's We'll, we'll see. Uh, regardless, though, regardless of if they take a quarterback or not, I would, and I would have him sit behind Jared Goff for a year. I think that would be the that would be the preference for me. To kind of wrap up this conversation, Tony Dombrowski here with me. Again, you can find him on Twitter at Tony Dombrowski. He also does a podcast, Trash Talk with Tony Dombrowski, right? Is that what this is? Yes, sir. You can find that wherever you listen to podcasts. To wrap up this conversation, Tony, Brad Holmes and his first move as a general manager for the Detroit Lions, how would you grade this? Travis, honestly, I'll give it an A. I I really like this move for the Lions. I mean, there are a lot of people who are skeptical of Brad Holmes when we hired him because they didn't know what he was going to do with Stafford. I mean, I know there are a lot of people who are like, oh, if he keeps Stafford out on him already. So we know a lot of people within the fan base wanted to see the Lions move off of Matthew Stafford, whether it's because they thought he was a bum or they're just like us, where we knew the team needed to go into a rebuild and we wanted to go into a different direction. Regardless, there are a lot of people who wanted to go into a different direction. So to see Brad Holmes' first move being moving Matthew Stafford and getting the return that he did, I mean, two future first-round picks, Travis, that's a really, really good return in itself. But you add another pick this year, and you get Jared Goff, who, again, though he might not be very good, or he's at least not, he's at least coming off a not-so-good season, he's still 26 maybe he could come here and figure something out maybe change the senior year will help i don't know but worst case scenario he's a he's a bridge quarterback for our rookie so uh, yeah honestly uh, i'll give him an a right now i thought it was a really really good trade for the lions and as i said already i think it's a good trade for both sides too 
Awesome. That's Tony Dombrowski. Again, find him on Twitter at Tony Dombrowski. Thanks for joining me on a special edition of Gibbs Knows Best.